Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB! Also, there's a bunch of comics in back. Let's hear it for them. My co-host on the show, Rhea Butcher, could not make it tonight. So one more time, one more round of applause. Into the sky for Rhea. Let's hear it for Rhea. Um, Oh, great. Yes, please. Yes, sit. Yes, absolutely. The show is sold out. Who's this fucking person? Who's this fucking person? Who are these fucking people? Anyway, it's great to see y'all. <laughs> I can focus on you and not the empty chairs. You're really who I care about. So they're fine. Uh, how are you? You doing okay? Yeah, you're doing. You're doing well. Yes. What? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was specifically speaking to this person, but I'm glad you didn't hide your hide your light under a basket. <laughs> you're bitching. You're bitching. You're you're bitching. Would you? How? Why? What did your? What was your day like? I have, by the way, I do, I've done this job for a lot of years. Never have I had somebody answer me who was looking at the back of my head. And not being, and not, not being asked the question at all. But willing to go there, put themselves on the line, fucking tell me about your day. Applied to jobs and then got drunk. That explains several things. Fuck yeah. Okay, well... Uh, how did the job applications go? Um, I think they went well. I got a response back in an hour, so that's And was it a, was it a positive response? Yeah. And then did you, was that what was the impetus for the... Uh, just, that was just Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I applaud that order of things. Not drunk, then applications. I'm glad you did the applications and then the drunk. It's a good way to live your life. I really thought that we'd get more of a response from you because I thought that, that was a smart comment. Well, that's fine. Hard to impress. I haven't been here the last couple weeks. Uh, where have I been? I even wrote it down. This classic, this classic routing when you're a stand-up comic. Here's where I went. Durham, Montreal, Salt Lake City, Madison. I'm kind of at the point in my life where um, I don't do my own bookings like other people do my bookings for me and that's how you can get this kind of <laughs> like classic route. Like when they're just like, oh no, like it's always like that Montreal to Salt Lake run. <laughs> I lost my bags for a shit ton of days because I was just in a bunch of cities and uh, I lost my bags, and then also my plane was diverted to a totally different city, and so then I like really lost my bags. I like lost my bags like hardcore because I lost my bags like two cities ago, and then went to fucking Canada. And by the way, was on the phone with Delta, and this is honestly what a 
per- the per the person. Like I waited for a very long time to speak to the person. Like, can you? Oh, could you like pass me along to a different person? I don't know the answer to that, but I know somebody who does. Like transferred between. Like transferred, transferred. And by the way, I'm fucking so. I just want to say. For the record, I'm like very loyal to Delta because I like really the only thing that matters if you travel as much as I do for work is like your status on an airline. I can't explain why that becomes important, but it does very quickly and you care about it a lot. Like right now I'm only gold, which is shameful. But like that's just because last year I did a bus tour, so I fucking lost some status, okay? Yeah, I'll admit it. Usually I'm platinum, working on my diamond, but right now I'm just fucking gold. Well, thank God I'm not silver, though, you know what I mean? Um, anyway, I uh, can't explain why this matters to me. I literally don't care about material objects. I don't care about, I don't care if I own anything, except for this jacket. I really care about owning this jacket. Uh, I don't care if somebody thinks I'm an adult or a child, which, by the way, that can go either way. Unless I'm wearing this jacket. And they're like, we're not, we're, we think. 20 year old boy. I have started wearing this pin, which is a tiny uh, rainbow flag uh, on my lapel. And you would not believe how much this has changed how I walk through the world. I cannot tell you how much more like placed I am in culture. It's very weird. It's very weird because before I was wearing this uh, lapel pin, I was uh, wearing everything else that you see. (laughs) So I'm unclear what was unclear. (laughs) And why this is what really drove it up. But I mean, truly, truly, like people are just like, oh, we got the number of male flight attendants that are trying to give me free things. And that's not a stereotype, that's just my life. They're like, what do you need? A bunch of drinks? What can we get for you? What, do, what can we, I'm like, nothing. It's very early in the morning, it's like 10 a.m., but I do see you. Like, I understand. I see what's going on here. It's cool to have family up here in the sky, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I started wearing this. People are placing me totally differently. A lot of straight people are placing me differently. I don't understand. What did you think? What did you think of? <laughs> This is a cock ring. Sometimes straight people will go, oh, I like that adornment on your jacket. I say, it's for my dick. It's for my dick. And my, my dicks are my hands. So, but I'm left dicked. I'm really left dicked, honestly. I am, but I have a rugby injury on that wrist, so sometimes I have to switch to the right. And that's the gayest sentence you'll ever hear. <laughs> when I was in Durham, I checked into my hotel, and... Um, Directly across from my room was a a DJ. (laughs) I know I look like a cool Danny Zuko. (laughs) Trying to, I am a business traveler. (laughs) I cannot tell you how much I, if I had to list all the things that I want in a hotel, a DJ's not on that list. It ain't on that list. It ain't on that list. It's not. It's not. I would love a therapist's office white noise machine piped in the hall. I would take that. That would be nice. I would get into that. Um, but not a DJ. And I am a white person, so I did call the front desk and <laughs> was just like, I'm so sorry to call. Um, so sorry. But I'm doing it. Um <laughs> Can you tell me if there's always a DJ? 
right across from my room, and they said, no, 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 no. Just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the evening and in the morning. Which is really a lot of time. It's a large portion. <laughs> and it was all the time that I was going to be there. Um, I don't know if you've ever opened your door and just joined someone's birthday party at a hotel. <laughs> but that happened multiple times. I swear to fucking God. I'm just like, oh, and I look like garbage. You know, I look like garbage at a hotel. I'm just fully in my, I put my, I put the do not disturb sign right on the door and I don't leave for four days. And you're going to worry about me. That's me at a hotel. <laughs> I went to uh, Salt Lake City, performed at this uh, big music festival, performed, look, listen to, l- listen to this number. <laughs> 35,000 people, performed for 35,000 people. Wow, <laughs> that was a cool noise. What was that noise? Who made that noise? <laughs> you opened your mouth, something came out, and you weren't in control of it, but it was because you were impressed, correct? Who spoke? Who made noises? Who was the originator? You don't think it was you? It wasn't you for sure? Who was this? You heard this, right? It was you? I think it was you and you don't know. Which is much weirder. You're like, ah. That wasn't me. I don't sound like that. How was your day today? Did you have a good day? Yeah, what'd you do? What do you do? I'm a graphic designer. Yeah. So I just have to say, as an audience, I find you ungelled. Like, I feel that you're very not cohesive yet because I've, ton- I've told some good jokes um, and they've gotten a tepid response. She says she's a graphic designer. Again, mostly nothing, but then a few woos! So I don't know. I really don't know what you want as an audience. How do I get you all unified? Because it seems each of you has a different sense of humor and thing you're interested in. Well, I don't give a fuck about your hilarious jokes about your lapel pin, but honestly, I'm pretty into just the mention of graphic design. What did you design today? Anything fucking cool? Did you make anything today? Um, I was really just pieces of something. Uh huh. Yep. Crazy. Yep. I I told I know what you're I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's that shop talk. <laughs> you were very excited about graphic design. Is that what you do? What do you do? Uh, no, I work in TV. You work in TV. What do you do for TV? Uh, I develop projects and produce them. Oh, thank you. Okay, so here's what it is. It's um. <laughs> I swear to God. So I had, I had a look. I'm sorry to talk about our city. Because um, a lot of times I like to come in here, just talk about gender, race. You know what I mean? I like to talk about the big, but sometimes it's just, sometimes you just have a day. This morning I went to, I, I had a meeting today and um, I was waiting in the lobby of this meeting. Just the lobby. Just the fucking lobby. And there were these two competing groups of dudes. Each of them had three dudes. Each of them had, as you were going left to right, the shirts got tighter. Like the first dude had a tight shirt on and then the second dude 
that's a really tight shirt. And then the third dude, you're like, you're making it impossible for de- your, your deodorant to do its job. <laughs> and this is a thing, I know there are some men here. Oh, I see you, you know, I hold you like a baby. Then I put you down, you can walk on your own because you're an adult. Um, with these groups of men, sometimes when men are in public, they just need to have you see them. Like, I just, I find that this is always fucking true. Like, there's never a dude, like, somebody at the airport that's just, like, marching around barking orders into a Bluetooth, (laughs) never been a woman. Never been a woman. (laughs) Never seen a non-binary person just like, I need to bring attention unto myself with the business I'm doing. (laughs) Always men. Men have to do a lot of business in public. (laughs) And these two competing groups of men, they really want to fucking do business. I'm just the only person that's not them sitting in the lobby. And you can just feel them being like, we're like, we're gonna, we're gonna get her interested in us. We're gonna get like, I just know it's for me. It's for fucking me, for me. So why? Cause I'm not you, I'm not a development exec. And I am also not going to have sex with you, fellas. What is this? This is something that's been cultured in you, but you should just shut up. Um, and keep it in here, because you're wasting your own breath. The fucking receptionist isn't going to give you anything. Everybody just wants you to be quiet. But they were having competing, and I swear to God, I just heard one of them just, and this is the tightest shirt on uh, the left side. I couldn't even, they were so loud, and at once, I couldn't even piece together what they were saying. From the din rises one voice that just goes, it's all about Vegas and GoPros. (laughs) Which I just have to say, if there's really anything that I could say about like the zeitgeist in 2018, it is decidedly not Vegas and GoPros. Like, if that's your pitch, if you're just, like, heading in there, it's fucking Vegas and GoPros. I hope all of the children that are the executives, because these were adult men. They were adult men. Like, old, like, in their fucking 40s, and they're pretending they're not uh, through tanning, which works inversely to what you think it does, white people. If I'm tanner, I look younger. You look very old. You look very, very old. You look very old. It's not about, yeah, so I just hope that the children that that were the execs just laughed. Oh, that's not what it is. It certainly isn't about GoPros. Definitely isn't about GoPros. Certainly not about Vegas. Um, I mean, no dig on Vegas. A little bit of a dig on Vegas. Look, I'm a very interesting person, and... In my past, I was a circus ringmaster, and I've had this experience um, when I was with the circus that I toured with. Um, we passed through Vegas. We weren't even playing Vegas. We were just driving through between gigs, and uh, we had to go over, first of all, the Hoover Dam. When you go over the Hoover Dam, they check your vehicle to like make sure there's not like explosives in it or, or whatever, and so they open up this vehicle that we're in, and it's, by the way, full of gun boxes because that's how the people that I was, the acrobats, uh, package their apparatuses. So this is, so the state troopers are like, fucking gun boxes! And then they open it up, it's all trapezes. So I just mean like, sometimes you just go like, well, isn't this a fun one? I swear to God, the like, 
agents were like, prove it. And then my friends started doing handstands. Um, so we were driving through Vegas, and uh, where's the funniest place that you can stay in Vegas if you're a circus? Circus, circus, that's right. That's the funniest place you can stay. <laughs> so that's where we stayed. So we were at Circus Circus and uh, in the um, pool, and my friends started like uh, doing acrobatics, like climbing on each other's shoulders and stuff, doing like flips into the water. And then like uh, this very serious group of dudes like stands up uh, out of their chairs that they're sitting in on the pool deck, and we're like, oh, we're like getting kicked out because you can't do like flips in the pool. Um, <laughs> But no, turns out just a, another group of acrobats who, were, who live in Vegas that were like, oh, we're doing this now? And then they just started having a flip off. And this is just something that's happened to me in my life. You know, like I'm not always the coolest person, but I'm next to them going, these are the coolest people. And they know my name. We were, pa- we were driving through Northern California. There was all these hitchhikers. And also our van had overheated. So to get it to continue to work, uh, we put the heat on to like pull the heat off the engine. But it was like this, it was like this time of year, so it was so hot. And all my friends were acrobats, so they just like don't have a lot of body shame. So suddenly they were um, just like all like, I, we can't wear any of this clothes. And I was like, you know, I actually can wear my clothes. <laughs> And they were like, well, we can't. So then it was just me and uh, seven naked female acrobats in a van. And I don't know if you've ever been to Northern California. It's, there's a lot of um, pot. People smoke a lot of weed there. We kept passing people with, like, their entire wardrobe was just, like, different whales of corduroy sewn together. <laughs> and they have, like, 87 dogs. And they're just like, Will, get in your car for nothing. You know, like, it just, like, like signs like that. We didn't pick anybody up, and it sucks that we didn't pick anybody up because I really think that the type of person that's like wandering through Northern California for drugs is exactly the kind of person who nobody's gonna believe them. <laughs> if they have that story for the rest of their life. No, I swear to God, one time in Northern California, I was fucking hitchhiking, and the door opened, it's fucking seven naked female acrobats, one dressed lesbian, but, um, we just kept driving. Well, I've been very good. Wow, I've just been great. Seamlessly weaving, talking to the audience, uniting you, insulting you a little bit, but in a way that makes you feel held, speaking about men, ooh, and then finishing with personal story about uh, naked acrobats that literally no other stand-up comic will ever be able to tell you. Um, so I just can't believe your luck uh, that, <laughs> that I'm here. Um, and we also have a great show. So are you ready for the rest of your show? This next comic is so talented. Uh, truly, like, they blow me away. I'm so excited that you get a chance to see them. Let's hear it right now for Sabrina Gillies. Give it up for Sabrina. With purpose, you raced across the stage. 
what was the mission? Oh, I thought you were following Cameron. I'm like, is she getting like measured for a suit between? <laughs> um, you guys, what a pleasure to be here. My wife uh, gave birth six months ago to our little baby. Little baby, so cute, so cute. Big cheeks, little Wolfie is his name. Oh, such a cute name too. I know it's a cute name, but some people have such a weird reaction. Old people are just like, why? Um, One lady came up to me, a friend of a friend, and she was like, concerned. She was like, I was just thinking about it, and what if he doesn't like wolves? I was like, well, Karen, literally no one likes Karens. <laughs> like, and still you persisted, you know? So I know that is so mean to Karens, but her name was Karen, and all Karens must suffer. <laughs> if your name is Karen, is there someone whose name's Karen? My mom's name is Karen. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Your body language is like, you'll never forgive me. <laughs> Fuck me for real? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, I've been listening to way too much Drake for this. <laughs> I, uh, I was running through the six with my woes. <laughs> it's like, I can't. The daughter of Karen. I mean, it's perfect. It's poetic. That the daughter of Karen would be sitting in the front being like, you will pay. By the way, like, I don't know where you sit gender-wise, but when I threatened your mom's character, you were, like, the butchess uh, that I... Uh, I was like, yeah, isn't it fluid? Um, isn't it truly fluid? <laughs> I was, like, trying to record a tight set, and now I just feel like being loosey-goosey. Uh, should I go back to tighty-tighty? I mean, no one wants to hear you say what you say after that. <laughs> God, what a dilemma, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, Wolfie, goody goody. What's my other thingy thingy? <laughs> Too much potty potty to remember all the listy listy. <laughs> just, I mean, it's fun because I have a new baby and I'm just like running around high-fiving people. We have a babysitter, my wife is going to a rock concert. Um, but it does feel like skewed towards daddy daddy is goody goody in the birthy birthy situation. That's I think what like held, now I'm not doing tidy tidy. <laughs> but like, like watching Shauna breastfeed and like do all the things that it takes to be a mom makes me like so angry about, I know this is the room for this, but just like go with me. <laughs> just like how fucked women have been treated, you know? Like that she is like fucking feeding the baby from these amazing bottle service tits that are like flowing beverages, beverages, milk, but vodka soda. <laughs> I'm here, he's here. Weird. That's why it's more fun to do Lucy Lucy. Okay, that visual, and then... <laughs> it just makes me also so fucking angry <laughs> that, like, those are the nipples that are the weapons in society. Like, those are the nipples that's like, cover it up, you whore. It's like, um, excuse me, you grew up on this shit. Like, what are you... This is the one? The one that, like, gives life is the one that's like, we're by the pool, there are children here. It's like, yeah, they ate tits five <laughs> seconds ago. 
The children ate the tits. They're not scared of those tits. Those tits aren't gobbling them up in the night. That insinuates that men's tits, I think, is gobbling up children in the night, and would it be wrong? I have gone off the deep end. Daddy's out tonight. <laughs> what, are you, what is he going to call you? What's he going to call you? <laughs> there is that hysteria a little bit. I'm going with Baba. Smooth. Or do for dad. Why not? <laughs> Just make my relatives on my Pakistani side be like even more like, what's happening? <laughs> what? I wore a shalvar kurta to my um, grandmother's funeral. Imagine I just started crying and didn't stop now. Ooh. Not that funny, but yeah. It's perfect response. I mean, a little bit less than just the mention of a graphic designer. It's a perfect <laughs> reaction. It really was like exposed how desperate we are for like positivity in the news when that girl said graphic designer and everyone was like, all right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Things are looking up. <laughs> She's a graphic designer. <laughs> uh, yeah, just going back to the nipple thing before I finish that obviously when I walked around and like the men's, like the men's and women's wear in, in like Bollywood culture, South Asian culture is quite si similar. One is like bedazzled and the other one's not. And I walked in with the not bedazzled one and they were like, oh my God. <laughs> The gay is getting gayer! <laughs> she probably has a fake dick too! She's gone full to the other side. Weird act out, took it too far. Um, that's my review of that. I do have to go, I got the light so much. I just think that like, titties being like, <laughs> titties being like, cover it up is just, it kind of is actually, people look at my aunts and uncles, or my aunts, not my uncles, they're not covering their hair. Uh, but my aunts, and they're like, how do they think it's okay? You know, like, how are they okay with that? And I'm like, yo, your bikini top is just a nipple hijab. <laughs> like, you stay wearing that like sloppy, uncomfortable shit because it's like, otherwise men will, you know, it's just to predict to keep the, uh, you know. Keep it going for Sabrina. Hey, great to see you. You weren't even here. No, you're here. It's so nice to see you. I wasn't sure who was going to sit there. I thought maybe it was going to be nobody, but fucking snake leg, you are an unanticipated treat. <sighs> That's a cool tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of snake? What kind of snake is it? Oh, it's the universal snake? <laughs> That's so funny, I want to die. <laughs> That's so funny. 
tattoo artist say that? Were you just like, I don't even want it to be a kind. Make it universal. Or were they like, I don't want to make it make be a kind. It's going to be universal. Like, which, who made the decision? You said, don't make it a particular snake, make it universal. Have you checked to make sure that your tattoo artist, artist didn't fuck you over and give you some sort of specific snake? And what would you do if you found out that shit was specific? You go in there, you're like, it's an ass? Really? Okay, this is so funny, what I'm doing here. Well, we'll keep the show rolling. But anyway, I love your beautiful snake leg. Congrats on it. Uh, one more time for this person. Yep. Uh, we're gonna keep the show right on roll with another great comic. Are you ready for more hilarious stand-up comedy? Please keep it going for my friend Will Weldon. Let's hear it for Will. Hey bud, we're in the suit on stage. Mm-hmm. How's that feeling? You know, it's uh, it's miserable and it's hot and it's like one of the dumbest things I've ever decided to do, but enough people I know know I've started doing it, so if I just quit doing it, <laughs> it for sure, people would be like, hey, I thought you were doing the suit thing, and I'd have to be like, no, I gave up on it after like four months, the same way I do with everything else. Have I you, do. you been doing this for four months? Yeah, it's like four months. Mm. It's gotten so hot over those four months. Yeah, I mean, it's 100 it's, today it's in really Los bad. Angeles. It's just very hot. And it's so but, humid. But also, um, I find that, I mean, you're, that's a major look change, which mm-hmm. really does, um, it changes everything. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm also getting older, and uh, I just uh, have, I just don't. I, I just never understood audiences my own age, and now that I'm not the same age as them, I feel like maybe wearing essentially a uniform on stage that potentially puts even more distance between myself and them will potentially be helpful. That's the, like, bullshit intellectual... That's interesting, because you have a young-looking face, though. I don't know how old you are. How 33. Old? Oh, my God. I mean, you're going to die. It's old enough. Uh, I think that you might... Be young and you don't realize it. Oh, no, no. That's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm not like old, but I'm getting older yeah. now to the point where I used to always be the youngest person in a group, Got and it. now I never am. Got it. Um, but it's the real. You need to find older friends. <sighs> I don't. I'm 36. You want to be friends? Okay. How often do you go out, though? Oh. Do, do you go out a lot? No, but that's the thing. It's like oh. you get older friends, and it's essentially like having no friends. Because <laughs> what do you do? That's really funny. Like Sure. Um, but the real reason I started doing it is because I hated doing comedy so much. Uh, I figured if I started wearing a suit, it would be like giving myself a mystery. Oh, yeah. And I was hoping that would propel me along long enough to reacquaint just enjoying the act of stand-up comedy itself. It seemed like it went well. Yeah, that was. But I was just doing it. I was getting a tape to submit for things. Well, That's why I'm not. I'm not a coward. It's just all those no, jokes have been on the no podcast one. before. I don't want anybody. I'm gonna to go think, continue to host the show. Want. But for the record, total coward. Okay. No. Just, all right. Fair, yeah. Okay. Fair. I'm. You look great, and I'm really happy about your suit choice. <laughs> Let's hear it for Will. Oh man, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. The the concept of faking orgasms. (laughs) 
I mean, I know it's real. I know it's real. I know it's real. I know it's real. I believe it's real that that happens. But, um... You know what we just don't talk a lot about is uh, that, um, like, a lot of times, if there, if it's two people that have vaginas that are having sex with each other, um, you use your hands. And I don't know if you know anything about what hands do, but they feel. Uh, <laughs> did you know you can feel it? You can feel it. An orgasm, you can feel an orgasm. If you have, if you can, if you, anyway. So, um, that's just like for all the comics who've ever just like walked across the stage and just been like, finger bang, and I'm backstage being like, that's how I actually have sex. Um, I hate you, don't ever use that word. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, you can feel it. Okay, shut up. Uh, you can feel it. You can feel it with your hands because your hands feel. Okay, bye. Um, doesn't matter. Anyway, I feel like I have a lot of other knowledge to impart, but it like, seems like too much. But I just have a lot of things to say about this, and I, I'm really going to write them down. Yeah, and like definitely read them in the future. Um, man, does that happen to people? Yeah, faking? Yeah. God. Wow. What? Did you say it's so funny? It is depressing, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to do that. We should talk to each other. Hey, have a, communi- have a conversation. Okay. <sighs> anyway, um... Doesn't matter. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's keep going. Uh, friends, would you like to see more stand-up comedy? Yeah. Or would you like a biology lesson? Okay, no, stand up. Stand up is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be stand up. It's gonna be stand up. It's gonna be stand up. But like, look for like flushing of the cheeks. That's something. Um, it's uh, you can't do it consciously. It's like a, yeah. So like flushing of the cheeks, you're gonna want to look for that and like, like sweating. Um, tremors. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, those are some other things. Yeah, but okay. Uh, stand up comedy? Or would you like stand up comedy to happen? I asked you, audience, if you would like stand-up comedy to happen. That's what I thought. Keep it going right now for Saba Agarwal. Give it up for her. Come on. Hey, what's up? How are we? Thank you, three of you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking orgasms, huh? That's what we're starting on. It's uh, I don't, I don't like the pressure. You know what I mean? It's just, it's too much. Every fucking guy, did you do it? Did you do it? I'm like, I'm never gonna do it now. Like I can't. It's too much. It's too fucking much. Um, yeah, I'm a very stressed out person. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to be less worked up. I'm a very angry person. I can't help it. It's just there's so much nonsense in the world. Like. I was at the gym, which was my first mistake, and (laughs) I heard the dude in front of me giving his opinion on the Me Too movement, and uh, this is what he said. He's like, "Uh, 
You know, I just, I get it, but like some of the girls had to be blowing the director to get in the movie. And I was like, no. <laughs> they were being threatened. It's like, hey, suck my dick or I'm going to ruin your career. And sure, maybe there are a handful of girls that were like, perfect, I was going to suck your dick anyway. Vision board complete. Like maybe, maybe. I'm just like, can we stop calling these women hoes? It's so fucking annoying. And here's the thing. I would never suck a dick to be in a movie, but that's because I don't believe in my dreams enough. <laughs> I'm not dedicated. <laughs> the reason I hate it is because 90% of the time, what it ends up being is a straight dude calling a woman a hoe. That's what that argument is. Like, they wouldn't also fucking suck a dick, and y'all would. I know you fucking would. Because, like, every super straight guy friend I've had has played the game. Would you suck a dick for a million dollars, bro? Would you suck a dick? I'm like... All right, relax. We know the only thing it takes for one of those fratty dudes to suck a dick is half a dose of Molly and a vanilla candle. That's it. $80 value at Pottery Barn. Let's calm down. (laughs) It's too much. I I was just in New York. I saw saw a homeless man who thought he was a horse. And... (laughs) My friend was next to me and she got real angry. She's like, this is so fucked up. We need better mental health care in this country. And part of me agreed with her and part of me just wanted him to be a horse. (laughs) He looked so free. He doesn't have to worry about being an accountant and his wife wanting another child on a middle income. No, he's a horse. He's worried about sugar cubes and sunsets. I'm like, you fucking be that horse. And then he shat himself on the platform and I was like, we need better mental health care. (laughs) <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a mind fuck to me that like that is happening while there's so much money in this country there has to be a way to fucking fix there's so much money here like Kylie Jenner is on her way to be like one of the youngest billionaires for what for looking hot and selling makeup I know plenty of broke bitches that look hot and sell makeup it is the entire foundation of the Mary Kay pyramid scheme <laughs> It is also every other woman on Instagram. Do you know how fucked up it is that Kylie Jenner gets to do billions of dollars for doing that shit? Meanwhile, a girl can post a photo of her perfect ass in front of a waterfall, get 3,000 likes, and have to log off and finish delivering a package for FedEx. (laughs) Too dark. (laughs) It's true. There's too much fucking money, man. I don't think anyone deserves a billion dollars. Not even Bill Gates. And Microsoft was some smart shit, but mm -mm. yeah, it's not. It was not $90 billion smart, you know? I don't even like, I don't even like anything that's not Apple. I don't like my, like green text messages make my vagina dry. (laughs) Like I can't, no. It's too much. And it's weird. I don't understand where this resentment for that type of money came from because I didn't grow up poor. I grew up working class and that shit still fucking sucked. You know, like I never got the cool name brand clothes and my mother was cheap as shit. Like uh, she she did this thing one time where she told us we were eating Mexican, pulled out its tortilla, took all of the food that was about to expire in the fridge and then rolled it into a poverty burrito and tried to fucking sell us on it. She's like, it's Mexican. I was like, that shit is racist. (laughs) Don't, (laughs) do not drag Mexico into your bullshit. Do you think there's a Hispanic family putting folded sweaters into a garbage bag going, look, it's an Indian backpack. (laughs) (laughs) Get on the bus, or as I call it, a Polish limousine. They don't do that. (laughs) They're not doing that. (laughs) So, it just drives me. 
driving me crazy because there's so much money here, but people are so fucking cheap. You know, you got people like the Mercers going, you can't have welfare. You can't just give people money. If you give people money, they're not going to work. I'm like, yeah, that's why your dickhead kid should not have a trust fund. (laughs) 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 What four-year-old is going to make a bed if he also owns a vineyard? There's no fucking way. He's not gonna work. He's just gonna float around Williamsburg and Paris doing weird performance art that nobody asked for. Like, I'm in a box. (laughs) That's why, that's the reason I didn't like Batman. I never got behind Batman. Because I'm like, there is no fucking way a trust fund kid with no parental supervision is gonna grow up to own a crime fighting lair. No way. He's gonna own a cocaine habit and stories about getting his dick sucked in an equinox. <laughs> it's <laughs> the only things. <laughs> the only reason, and I like, I mean, just because if you were born in a white, it doesn't make you a bad person. The reason it's fucked up is because there's too much of a gap now, you know? So, like, if you're at the white top, you don't understand how fucked up the bottom is. That's what the problem is, you know? So, you have the people who are oh, if you just work hard, it'll be fine. I'm like, all right, send your kid to a public school in a poor neighborhood and see what the fuck happens, all right? <laughs> And I know what you're thinking. Some people do make it out of those public schools the same way if I took a pot of boiling water and threw it at a bunch of puppies, some of them would run. You know, like it doesn't make it a good idea. It's a bad idea. It's true. It's just not fair anymore. You know, like the 1% is the new fucking royalty. That's what it's almost impossible. Like you have a better chance of being King Arthur and pulling a magical sword out of a stone than majoring in English and paying off your student debt. Like it is 100%. It's just so good. Cause the problem is there's no fucking safety net. That's what it boils down to in this country. Cause if you are perfect, America still has a lot of opportunities. That's why my relatives keep coming here. Even though this shit is fucked up. You know, like, like, the thing is, you have to fucking be perfect. You can't make a mistake because our prison system is fucked, our drug rehab system is fucked, our water quality, public schools, social security is running out. It's not good. So if you make one mistake, you're boned, you know? Like, But if you're rich, you can fill up. It's kind of like, if you're rich and you have a drug problem, you just get to go to rehab, right? And pet a horse. <laughs> but if you're poor and you have a drug problem, you think you're that horse. <laughs> it's not good. But I've got to go... You guys, you've been so much fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, PYHT listeners. This week's episode is brought to you by Miss Jones Baking Co. Miss Jones Baking Co. is proud to present the first ever microwavable cakes, cookies, brownies in a cup. Just add water and you have hot, delicious dessert in 30 to 40 seconds. Truly, they're perfectly portion controlled at 150 to 250 calories. Honestly, I tried these in the Earwolf office, distributed them to... All of the staff that works there, we thought it was ingenious. Here's what I think that these are good for. Ms. Jones Baking Co. Portable, put them in the micro, brownies and cakes in a cup. Uh, Let's say that you are at home eating for one and you want something delicious. Put it in the microwave. There you go. Let's say that you are in college uh, and you want something delicious. Put it in the microwave. There you go. Let's say that you work in an office and you want something like super hot and indulgent, but also pretty low in cows, then head over to missjones.co, M-I-S-S-J-O-N-E-S dot C-O, and use the code P-Y-H-T. You get two free desserts in a cup, or you can also find them in your the baking aisle at your local Whole Foods. I think this is ingenious, and I'm very happy that they're being made. Keep it going!
Okay, friends, how are we doing? How are we doing at this point in the show? How do we feel? <laughs> you seem very zealous. How's your day going? Oh, it's going great. Yeah, what'd you do today? Um, I went through my wardrobe, donated a craft and a clothes. Get that out of here, yeah. Went to work for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for her? I, such a short-term job? I, I teach kids acting classes, so it's like an hour. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> wow. That sounds straight up in this town, genuinely challenging. It is. I'm imagining their parents. I tell everyone the parents are the worst part of my job. Yeah, well you didn't have to tell me because I'm yeah. smart enough to fucking know. Any bug flying at me. Anyway, thank you for your service. <laughs> what, are you, what is up with you? How are you? I'm great. How are you? You seem so relaxed. I like your like pose. Like you're like the way you're holding your bod is just like chilled the fuck out. I'm impressed with you. Yeah. What did you do today? I went to work. Oh, what do you do? So I, I work. Can't wait. It starts with so. Can't wait. <laughs> Uh huh. You're one of our clients. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Teresa. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Great to see you. Um. <laughs> we never see each other ever. No. But I'm uh, not Teresa. Yeah. But I know Teresa. You know Teresa. What is your name? I'm Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. Yeah. How are you? Thanks for managing my business. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, truly, you do a lot of things for me. Um, guys, I'm very fancy. <laughs> I'm a business management firm that I work with. <laughs> That's cool. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Uh, I like the people that I work with that work there. They seem like actually nice people that are kind of normal. Look at how I'm seamlessly pulling up my pants. Um, so, I mean, that surprised, why? Uh, that surprised me, I don't know, just cause like, it's weird to meet people that work in the, on the business side of things here that, like, I understand the talent side. I understand somebody being like, I'm a star! <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me. It doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense to me for people to be like, I wanna help you with your investments. <laughs> I'm just like, why would you, why? Why, why do you wanna call my landlord? <laughs> Cool. Nice to nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, anyway, does anyone need a good business management firm? Or anything like that? Cool, 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 cool. Should we keep the show going? Okay, hmm? You're so chatty, but I want you to say it either not at all or louder so I can put, enjoy it. What did you say? Manage my dry cleaning job. <laughs> She works in a dry cleaner. Yeah, no, I got it, yeah. I got it, I did get it. You're like, manage my dry cleaning job, because that's what my business is. And then someone honestly spoke to me from, through a McDonald's drive-thru. We all heard that, right? Okay, just wanna make sure. Can I ask you a question? Am I, am I losing it? 
What? Is that your friend? In the back row? And then you're in the front, and you're in the front row? Oh, got it. Okay, yes, that makes sense. What did you do today? You got a tattoo? What did you get a tattoo of? I got a tattoo of an equality symbol with the words love wins in the middle because I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that's basic so much as delayed. <laughs> but still relevant. Love does continue to fucking win. Also, can I make a suggestion? Ready? Look in my eyes. Look in my eyes. Gay sick. <laughs> Great doing business with you. Did you get that down? Okay. <laughs> All right, we've got two more comics left. Are you ready? Friends, uh, this next comic is so funny and just like so warm and lovable. Really excited for you to see this person. Let's hear it right now for MK Paulson. Give it up for MK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Loudest comic of the night. How we doing? Daddy loves his babies. Oh, good to be here. Sweet, perfect children. Um, my sweet family, my beautiful, beautiful golden babies in the audience. I love you. I love my family. We are a family. All right. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Um, no, I am a cancer. Very uh, family-oriented. Um, it's a water sign. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah just whip a cord. Um, no, I am America's premier stagecoach comic. Yeah. All right. Um, gotta head on down to Dick Joke City, Caroline. Yeah. All right. Um, gonna be a lot of dick jokes. Buckle up. I um, a little bit about me. Uh, a little bit about me. I um, just a little bit about me. I um, I am America's premier. A little bit about me comic, and I uh, I only do stories and vignettes. I'm a little bit about I just sound like a turkey for five minutes. All right. I've moved beyond doing jokes and stand-up, and I just make noises at this point. So kind of like, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, lost my mind. Four people are into it. I am um, going to burn the house down with those noises. Um, woo, get a leg out. Um, just do a spin. It's five minutes of me doing pirouettes. All right. Um... That'd be comedy, wouldn't it? All right. A little bit about me. I, um... <laughs> oh, the only thing I love more than a night in with my girlfriend, Carol, is hardcore anal with men. I, um... Love it! No, I am very gay. Um... Gay is a trash fire. What does that mean? I, um... I don't know either, but... You ever see a gay trash fire? Hey, it's like me walking down the street. Um... I love you guys. Good to be here. I can't hear you over the volume of my shirt. I am um, very loud, very proud. Uh, no, I do love a penis. Uh, can't get enough gentlemen compliments to the chef. I am um, 
Oh, my dream is just to walk through a bead curtain, you know, except it's all dicks, all right. Um, it's like, help, I'm joking, but in a good way. So that is, um, it's like, stop, but more, all right. Um, I can't breathe, but keep going. Um, very strange. I want to be a seagull in a net, except the net's all dicks, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, if we could go out the way we want. All right, yeah, I, um... Let's see, what else to talk about? Uh, I do love a penis. This is my favorite thing to say in comedy right now. I love a penis, where are my big penis heads at? All right, I just, that was for me. And um, gonna quickly look at my notes. Ah, all right, um, that's just a drawing of a horse. I am um, very strange comedian. Um, a little bit about me, I, uh, I do live in Silver Lake, but I work in Culver City. Uh, so as you can imagine, I do have a 17-hour commute every morning, just, and it's great. I love, I love living in LA, stand-up comedy's my career, but sitting in traffic is my passion, so that is um, just really nice to be able to do both of them out here. And um, no, the other day I was beginning my 74-hour commute to work. Um, uh, not sure if you've ever commuted to Culver City, but uh, was running late, had to go to the bathroom so bad, uh, and I was already late for a meeting I had next Tuesday, so I had to you know, stay on the road. Uh, and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, you know? I was like, I think I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom in a cup, you know? But then it's like, what do you do with a cup of poop? So anyway, you hurl it at a car making a left turn at a red light, that is. What you do with a cup of poop. Oh, that image, right? That's the funniest thing in the world to me. It's just like somebody sitting at a, trying to make a left turn and there's just a jack-in-the-box cup of poop hurled across their windshield in rush hour. Only in L.A. And, um, yeah, I, um, that's how you know the joke's done. Yeah, all right, um, no, I do. I work down at one of the movie studios. Not bragging. Uh, I am a tour guide. It is truly a thing and um the number one question i always get from the folks on the tour they're like uh, are we gonna see a celebrity today uh, again not good at words um they're always like are we gonna see a celebrity today and i'm like well if you're good we might see a cardboard cutout of alex trebek so buckle up all right i thought that joke would land harder i think cardboard cuts out of alex trebek are the funniest thing Okay, gonna look at my notes again. Yeah, all right. Um, now what am I gonna do? I don't know. I did recently go to New Orleans. Anybody, anybody know that city? Um, big New Orleans heads over here. I uh, did go on a swamp tour. Uh, it was fun, uh, mostly because I decided on the swamp tour that I was gonna change all the words to Avril Lavigne Skater Boy uh, to my own version, which I was called uh, M.K. Paulson's Gator Boy, and. Uh, it went a little like this. He was a gator boy. She said, see you later, boy. He was an abomination against God. Um, it's kind of a half man, half animal. By the way, I've thought too much about that song, and I, um, I'm not sure if y'all are thinking back. Remember there's a part in that song where she's like, five years from now, she sits at home, feeding the baby, she's all alone, as though turning down one guy in high school was just like, to the dregs of the home life. I don't know. Come on, Avril, what are you doing? Um, let's see, what else to talk about? I am, uh, I'm not in a relation right now. I am single, ready for Pringles. I uh, can't stop eating. Saw a sandwich so good the other day, I wanted to sit on its open face. And um, 
Just get mayonnaise everywhere. Delightful nightmare. And um, truly a mess. Uh, but I did recently decide, well, and it's fine. I've been sleeping around. Uh, yeah, uh, the clock. I am very sad. And um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, someone love me. All right. Um, no, but the last relation I was in, and by the way, I do, I've always wanted to describe, <laughs> I've always wanted to discover a geyser and name it, over, uh, name it after my ex-boyfriend, call it old unfaithful. And, um, all right, that one didn't land. We're going to call that one a Malaysian's Airlines flight. I, um... <laughs> all right, we did find the line. Uh, we found the UCB line. Um... No, but I got to get out of here. I got the light. Who run the light? MK. All right. I am just starting. Who run the light? Me. I am. No, I am going to get out of here. I did, though, recently. The last guy I was dating, I was like, I think it's important as a gay man to have PDA. And not just because I like being affectionate, but also because I think it's important, you know, for people to see two men together. We need to normalize it, whatever. Uh, And if you don't know, uh, PDA does stand for public display of anal. And, um, (laughs) And I think it's so important for people to learn about my community. Anybody? All right, guys, I love you so much. I'm M.K. Paulson. Y'all have a beautiful night, all right? Keep it going for M.K. Oh, friends, we have one comic left. (laughs) So I'm... (laughs) Just genuine sadness. That's what I was hoping to bring this comic out to. Got one comic left. Oh, oh, fuck. Well, I almost wish they wouldn't even perform. Now that I know there's only one left. I'd rather leave now! You're a good laugher. I've liked your laughing all night. You, you've been, you've been consistently with me. You've been somebody I could count on. When I'm delivering, when I'm serving up jokes, you're eating them up. That's the, that was weird. That got so weird. Why did I say that? I didn't, I didn't prefer that. How are you? Yep, yes you are on holiday. Yeah, that's, yep. We're, uh, great, how's it going? How's your holiday? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. Oh, great. Where are you here from? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Um, great. Oh, right, yep, and you're having a second summer. How long are you here for? Uh, we're in here for the week. Mm. So, what else are you doing? Doesn't matter, you already did the most important thing in the country and on the continent. <laughs> what? This was our second reason to come here, though. This show? Yes. Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Have you already gone to see the Dodgers? Yeah. And when are you... What? Nothing. Oh, I don't know. It's okay. You're an Astros fan? Yeah. I mean, honestly, go fuck yourself, but no. Um... No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's so funny. It's so funny. They have a choo-choo train. They have a little choo-choo train that makes... It's full of oranges, but it's meat-themed. Look. None of... This is between us. Why are you all listening to this private conversation 
between the two of us about the Houston Astros and how in their stadium, which is called Minute Maid Park, they have a little choo-choo train that goes back and forth when a home run is hit and has a conductor. (laughs) So that's a job you can have, which is orange train that has a meat-themed name. I think it's like Jimmy Dean's orange truck train home run express kind of a thing. And it just goes back and forth. Very short track. But they did not automate it. They gave it a conductor. (laughs) But you're all fucking from here. So literally, how did you miss that? What kind of American history did you even have? Um, but you're an Astros fan? No, that's okay. Why? Just, just based on you're from, and you just went, this is a thing that I like. Was it the old uniforms? The old uniforms? Is that what it is? If I were to zero in on it, you think that's part of it? Um, no. Okay. This is so stressful. I don't care about sports this way. This is the thing, is like, I, like, this is not, I'm from Chicago. This stresses me out so much. This whole, like, like, this is like, I want to go away from here because I'm from Chicago, a city with two baseball teams. One of them is the baseball team I grew up with. Um, the Cubs, and one of them is the baseball team from the South Side, uh, the Chicago White Sox, and uh, also there's like a lot of racial division in Chicago, so like ah, that's built into it. Um, um, do you know what though? are the ultimate losers, we're the joke. But last year we won for the first time in 37 years. So I'm like, hey, team. Honestly, congrats to your footy team. Anne, and I'm so sorry that I don't know this. Um, Marriage equality. Dunzo? Tick. Tick. November last year. Yeah, I knew it was voted. I didn't know if it had, like... Yeah, no, they they officialized it in, what, like, so it's happening. People can get married. It's already yeah, happening. We, got, we voted. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember those things. I just didn't know the timing. So we're good to go. Suited up. And you can play footy with whoever you want. Congratulations. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's almost like love wins. Um, friends, we just have one comic left. (laughs) But I have great news. We have one comic left! And this is a great final comic. Like, I'm so excited about this person. I love watching them. Let's hear it right now for Anna Saragina. Give it up for Anna. (laughs) 
Oh, a woman? No, oh, at the end of the show, a woman. Oh, God, you know, they said Trump was going to be bad, but this is TMI, okay? It's TMI. Ugh, anyway. Fine. <clears throat> fellas, uh, you know, you're done, so. Right. Are we going to miss the fellas? <laughs> they had a good for a while, right? Nice run. Good stuff. Great stuff. Bitcoin, right? I mean, that's good. That's great. You kidding me? Bitcoin? Good stuff. Hearing them talk about that. And is an angel in the room? I'm sorry. Where's your Bitcoin? Oh, okay. Good. Good point. Very interesting. Star Wars, right? That was good. Oh, God. Yeah. Every story is like, where's the summer with my cousins? Star Wars. Okay. All right. And that's actually very funny because there was this great period where Bitcoin was still talked about and Star Wars was almost in the theaters. And and it was a sort of singularity. <laughs> Gorgeous moment when I was on Bumble for one week. Brave? Brave. I think that's brave. Okay. Thank you. Partial claps. I'll take it. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Here's an impression of everybody on Bumble. <laughs> I um, I actually uh, love um, coffee. <laughs> That's true. That's good. Oh, oh, very cool. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna miss the boys, especially in stand-up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They're so good. Every time, also. That's amazing. Amazing stats. We can can't argue with math. I'd love to see you try. I'd love to see you try. They're so good. I And I'm plagued at night. How are they so good? You know? And I think I figured it out. I think they're so good at comedy because they take the microphone out of the stand right away, which is cool. Okay? And so you love impressions. I know that about you factually. So I will do an impression of men doing stand-up. All I need from you is a huge round of applause, as you would for a man. <laughs> But there, okay. All right, anyway, get a nice pace going. Take up a lot of the space. I deserve it! Okay? Okay? This is me actually walking from set to set to set to set to set. On any given night, I like to do comedy 300 times. Okay? New York, anyway. Um, this is me down at the Laugh Factory, churning out the laughs. This is me popping by the store, seeing what's up. Okay? And then this is me... And just telling it like it is for a couple of minutes in Silver Lake. Yeah, I saw Nanette. I did. I saw Nanette. Do you feel like comedians are the rock stars of. Um, well, they're the same. Do you feel like. Uh, anyway, my girlfriend's here. She is young. I gotta get up. Okay, anyway. She's very young. Anyway, get a nice pace going. Okay, make direct eye contact with a woman! Who sat in the front was very brave. I'm gonna be very threatening up here. Dating, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. Uh, dating's weird. That's it. That's men doing stand up. Oh, so, so good. Comfy. 
the bird. You know, how do they get up it? Oh, God. Oh, it's just... Mm. Anyway, I can't do that because I'm not a man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I will do an impression of me doing stand-up. Is that okay? Oh, my God, is that too much? Is that too much? Okay, huge round of applause as you would for a man. Sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. Gone but not forgotten. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've obviously done, oh. I've done this before. Okay. Awkward. I'm awkward. I'm a little bit awkward. I'm not like other girls. I'm awkward. Okay. So. I'll say it, but I mean it. Okay, so. Okay, biggest night. I'm sorry. Of my fucking life. Okay, anyways. Oh, Dating's not that weird. Oh, thank you. Boy, of course. Yeah, I will get off the stage. Anyway. Oh, God, right? Uh, I live in Echo Park. How brave. Not brave. Yeah, right. Uh, it's nice. Um, who cares? Um, it's basically, to me, like just a coffee shop is what Echo Park is. But not like a, you know, coffee shop. Like a cool coffee shop, you know, like a pff, coffee, you know, um, it's like, you know, those coffee shops where you walk in, there's like nothing, you know, it's just like, it's white, we're white, so, <laughs> you know, there's like a thick marble counter, oh, you know, and then like one succulent, <laughs> just one thin one and it's dangling, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dangles, you have to dangle around it to order your chai, you know? Cool. The priest is like wearing a hat. Okay. But nobody fucking asked them to be, you know what I mean? Okay. Like a hat that's like, um, I keep on falling, you know what I mean? Like a hat that's like, and then it's under the chin. Okay. That's where I live. I'm get out here with a quick goof. Are you gonna sue me? So sue me. I'm gonna get out here with a goof. Sorry. Women's March, I told you. I told you, quote me on that. Okay, quick goof. Um, if you're gonna eat someone out, please do. What do you, just do it. That's not the goof. <laughs> Come on. If you're gonna eat someone out, do me a favor, do me a solid, okay? Um, just look up at them and then say my compliments to the chef, okay? Just say it, just say it, it's free. 
It's free. You're having fun, she's having fun. It's free. My compliments to the chef. You could look down. How's everything tasting? I don't know. Have fun. Bye. show. I'm Cameron Esposito. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much for coming. We will see you next week. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This week's episode is brought to you by Ms. Jones Baking Co. Ms. Jones Baking Co. is proud to present the world's first line of microwavable, organic desserts in a cup. Just add water and microwave for 30 seconds to get a fresh-baked cake that's less than 200 calories. Are you kidding? Or try their award-winning fudgy brownie in a cup. Make a warm brownie sundae in less than a minute. Ready to taste the magic? Use the code PYHT at MissJones.co to get two free desserts in a cup with any online purchase. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.